0: Hello and welcome to this edition of Brightcast. My name's Robert Mitten and I'm going to be guiding you through all the key steps that you need to do to write a book. And well, that's the theme of today's Brightcast, the guide to writing a book. I've recently just taken time to write my own book, well time, throughout the last few years which has been published by Motivational Press and my book How to Build a Community in Your Business is now available on Amazon to order. Now the book is interesting because I've been looking at theories on how you can build a community in your organisation to power and improve more innovation and productivity. Now, through writing this book, I'm able to give my own tips from just someone who does their own thing in how to write and make this actually happen. And in this podcast, we're going to be looking at several key stages in writing your own book. This will include the idea and how you want to get this out there, will the theme work and will it sell? We'll also be looking at how you can evaluate your skills and who you know to help you make the content of your book happen you want to decide first of all whether your book is fiction or non-fiction and then when you go down into each route what is the theme what area is it going to fit in at this point it's really interesting to start to look at amazon and other online book retailers to understand what categories and genres are out there for example if you're going to fall into the non-fiction route where will it go into health and fitness Careers, Motivation, Business, Entrepreneurship, Self-Help, for example. And then if you're going into the other categories, is it going to be drama, Romance, Children's Books? At this point, it's good to actually understand the marketplace. When you go on a website like Amazon, you'll get an idea about what books are performing better than others. It's almost like is seeing a chart show of books right in front of you. Is there a correlation between certain titles? Now, I'll be coming to that a little bit more later on. But it's around this time where you're starting to then think about what your title could potentially be and my number one Tip in order to do that is to look at things like Google Trends and Google Keywords Now Google Trends you can access from trends.google.com It gives you an idea about what people are searching for and where they're searching for in the world now for example typing in something like leadership books, you'll see where the biggest searches are coming for in that category in different towns, cities and countries. Now this is important information, especially if you're going to go down the self-publishing route, because you'll need to understand and figure out how you're going to do your own marketing by this point. I mean, for me, it was interesting because even though I was coming into the idea of a leadership book to understand communities and organisational culture, it was around this time when I realised that there was correlations in people searching for areas around productivity and innovation, which is why my book now actually has a subtitle, the title being How to Build a Community in Your Business Underneath, to power innovation and productivity, because when you're typing this into uh, your own Amazon sales page or your own marketing, then it's kind of meeting like what people are searching for. You're, you're kind of saying that when you're writing a book, you have this initial idea and where you want to go and how it's going to happen, but you're kind of thinking in your back of your brain already. What title is going to work? What wording is going to work? Because in order to make the book sell better, sometimes you have to think in that SEO, search engine optimization marketing rule, because that's what people are searching for. Where are the popular places? It's like if you're opening up a business, you want to open up in a cafe, You're going to open it up in the busiest part of the high street or something along those lines. And they're all key things. It's making sure you're doing a Google keyword search, Google trends, looking at what's popular on Amazon and helping to define really what the idea is and also the title of the book. Now, at this point as well, you're going to understand a little bit more about what your skills are. It's probably good to have a sheet in front of you with questions asking yourself, what am I good at? Okay, you may know already, but from jotting things down or having a brainstorming, you might find that there are some things which could be a popular decision in how to write this book and make it happen. Also, it's also quite good to look at, What do people around me do? What are they good at? Now, this could trigger two different things. This could trigger you maybe being a co-author with someone else, or maybe it could be a book where you're writing about someone else's expertise because you're going to have a close-knit group of friends. Maybe they've got skills and talent where you could collaborate with them or support your idea if that's what you want to do from a business point of view and from a passion point of view. Now, as well as asking yourself what are you good at, a really good question to ask yourself at this point is what do people ask for me in terms of advice? Because if you find you have a lot of people asking you tips and advice on hey, how do I buy the best second-hand car? or what's the best way to sell or rent my house? Well, they're key things in how you could figure out what to write a book on, okay? People are asking for this information. That just screams out the perfect book opportunity as well as what you're good at now you might not want to go down that line so in these same questions that you're going to ask yourself you're going to be including things like what are my hobbies and interests because you may have this business side but you may want to write a book on your hobbies and interests whether it's sporting music or anything along those lines even cookery So, this is the brainstorming stage of the book and what you're trying to get out of it in terms of defining the idea, defining what you want to do and how it's going to fit in the marketplace to help sell your book at a later stage. Now you've got your idea on what you're trying to achieve. You've thought about it, you've researched it upon all those different areas. It's really time now to make a blueprint. Think about problems. What problem are you trying to solve? Are there any people involved with this? Not just the people that I've mentioned in the first part, where could there be a collaboration, but could there be other things, for example? Are there case studies that you could then implement into your book? So you could kind of say this is people or places. pointers. Are you actually giving someone self-help and advice? You need to check the accuracy of these pointers, but this is all forming part of the blueprint. Now, it's around this time where you're now going to think about other things as well. The title should be about forming because you've done that research and development in it, but you're also starting to put your chapters and planning. Now, what I did at this stage was I simply got a Word document up and I wrote the title. Well, after several attempts, there was pages upon pages of titles before I found the perfect one. But then I wrote down the key chapters. There was about seven initially when I started off. And underneath each chapter, I wrote in bullet points the blueprint to what I was wanting to write. It makes sure that when you actually start writing, you're following a path or a guidance on what you want to achieve on each chapter. Now, this blueprint is going to be a working document. What you're going to talk about, or what you think you're going to start on at the very start of writing this book, is going to dramatically change, okay? It is. It will do. You know, I was moving chapters around, I was taking content from one chapter and moving it to another. Because you know, once you get into the flow of writing, what you've initially put as a bullet point in this section, it might not fit. So you've got to be aware that the blueprint could potentially change but the important thing that you need to do as an author is you need to keep the blueprint updated or you're going to lose track. You know, you say you're going to write something in chapter 2, in the end you're going to write about it in chapter 7. So yeah, you're going to move the bullet point down to chapter 7 in your blueprint but write comments on it. Why was this moved? You've got to keep your plan up to date as you go along now there's no rules to how long a book's going to be you know my first book was 140 pages so i'm not saying it's a huge novel as such but you need to think about an idea about how many pages are going to fit into each chapter and what you're going to discuss remember this will change now This is something that if you're going to go down a publication route, which I'm going to be talking about in a moment, you need to give the publisher an idea about the page numbers that you're going to work to. I can only tell you about my journey as a non-fiction writer. I know I initially suggested 200, obviously this was a lot lower. So it's important to keep the blueprint updated and to keep your publisher updated along the route to let them know of any changes. Chances are they'll be fine with it, but of course they're expecting a certain type or quantity of writing. This then leads me on to that big decision that you're wanting to make. Are you going to go down the self-publishing route or a publisher route. Now, there's so many pros and cons to each route, and it's important for you to write these down along the way. What are the pros of self-publishing? Well, simple little things like you taking 100% of the profits at the end of the day, but then you've got cons to think about at the same time. The actual expense of publishing the book and getting it out there, the expense of the marketing that's going to go into the book. It depends how famous you are as well to how much marketing you're going to put in it i mean you may already have a strong social media following whether it's in podcasts blogs or youtube to which the self-publication of the book is going to make your life a lot easier but a lot of people don't have that so naturally there's going to be more money into that now I'm not saying you have to spend thousands in it. You know, a key thing to for you to remember if you're going to go down the self-publishing book is to always go back to that phrase, who do I know? Because it's important at that stage to understand how you can leverage off other people's networks to support this. I mean the book itself may just be something that you could um digitally publish you know something on kindle for example to which a lot of cost will be cut out but then also start to think about other costs Um, for example an audiobook is this a cost where you're going to have to pay someone to do it or are you confident enough to do it yourself even down that route do you have the right equipment now you don't need to buy fancy microphones and various other things but it is things that you need to consider at this stage i mean with a publisher okay let's have a look at some of the pros and cons here again i mean with a publisher a lot of the marketing a lot of the business connections the artwork it's all taken care of the negative section of it Of course, you're not going to get the full 100%. I know with my contracting deal, I got a justifiable 40% of the profits. Now, within my book sale to help me promote the book, I was giving 5% of my profits to a charity. It felt right at the time. It was a charity that I believed in. And it was also good for the promotion. So that left me with 35% of the profits. I mean, to be honest with you, when I wrote the book, it was a passion to be honest with you and um, so the profits from the book wasn't such a big deal. Um, you've got to think about where the book will take you okay, so you may not be making a massive amount of money in terms of the money that's made from the book but think about the business opportunities that will come from it. I mean with my book itself it allowed me to work with different people the book itself is the best business card you could ever have right i mean let's just think about it you know you, you meet a business connection and you give them the business card um okay if you give them a book the book is theirs and it's theirs to keep the chances are they'll keep it in their office but if that business person moves into another organization they'll take that book with them uh, so it's important to think about these little things along the journey as well and um, so it's really about the costs. the costs involved worth the revenue that you're going to get back from the book okay now one area or one particular website which i would recommend is publishizer.com now this is a crowdfunding site for publishers and this is actually the route that i went down with my book i put together a video to explain what my book was and with the help of the team at publishizer i was actually able to come up with a crowdfunding campaign now the idea of the The website is that there are publishers on there looking and scouting for new authors and book ideas and, and book designs. At the same time, there are people out there willing to invest in your book like a traditional crowdfunding site. Now, as soon as you get on there, you're going to get um, publishing deals. A lot of them are self-publishing deals, so do be wary about them. Make sure you read the terms and conditions about what they're sending you, because it might not be right for you. The idea is, if more people are crowdfunding into your book idea, the better the publisher that's going to approach you, because they can see the popularity rising in your book, okay? So that's a thing to think about. But then what you've got to think about along that route is, how much money you prepared to put into the marketing of your crowdfunding campaign. And like with many crowdfunding campaigns, that's what a lot of people miss out on. How much is it going to cost to actually make the campaign happen? So think about that in itself. Now, with uh, my initial costs on Publishizer, um, you need to come up with a book cover design. I mean, you can get someone to do it very cheaply for you on websites like 99design or design your own on something like canva.com. All very good ways of sort of setting up your Publishizer page. Now, I'll be really honest with you. I didn't get any um, crowdfunding on my campaign. I, I really wasn't pushing it to be honest with you at the time I didn't have the money I still ended up with a publisher deal And I think that boiled down to the fact that the effort that I put into design of the book, the page was personalised, I wrote very clearly what my chapters were, my goals for the book, the audience that I was trying to attract. Um, So it's going back to that idea stage which I first spoke about. You know, really think about Google Trends, what's popular at the moment, because publishers will recognise that. You know, it's almost like you need to put a business plan together um, for the book's future, and that's what you need to propose to a publisher, or even if you're going down the self publishing route, probably even more so important because it's almost like the book is your own business. You wouldn't start up a business without a startup or business plan, for example. Now, it's whilst you're doing all of this, you're looking at Publishizer, you're looking at making this plan on who your target audience is weighing out the cost, that you need to then set yourself other targets. Very interestingly this is going to be your written targets that you need to think about. How much are you prepared to write? Now, I first spoke to an author when I was researching, writing my book, and they suggested trying to do three pages a day over five days a week. We're talking A4 pages, okay? I mean, you may not have time to do that. Could you then set yourself a weekly target because this may be something more of a weekend task to which could you achieve 10 to 20 pages over a week? I wrote a lot of mine uh, whilst commuting. So on the London Underground, The Tube, the subway, you know, um, I would just sit there with my iPhone writing the book on notes, okay, and then at the weekend I would then just proofread them and and type them all up not type them all up, just proofread it, yeah, so there are ways in which you can cleverly write a book, I will be completely honest, about 60% of my book was written on public transport whilst I was sat on a train commuting to and from work, hey, it just shows you how productive your time can actually be in these situations So set yourself targets, set yourself targets about how you're going to to figure out the audio version. I mean, you wouldn't record that until you've finished the complete book and the publisher or a mentor, if you're self-publishing, has signed it off. But at this stage, you need to think about targets on that side of the book as well. This now leads me on to the final area that you need to think about. Now, whilst you're going down that whole thought process and creating a business plan into publisher versus self-publisher, you need to start to be building pre-sales, okay, even more so if you're self-publishing the book, because you want to be generating money in order to help cover the, the production costs of it. Now, you need to be setting up yourself an Amazon sales page and an Amazon author page, connecting it to your various different types of social media. It's good if you don't already have one to have a YouTube channel, a podcast, just like this one, which is very affordable to set up, run, and maintain. You've got to think about your exposure. Even if you are going down a publisher route, a lot of them will ask what your side of the marketing is going to be. Okay, even though it's only going to be very small-scale, scale, it's still important to have a presence just because you want to gain more business from the book once it's been promoted. So connecting your Amazon sales and author page to a website, for example, you can then generate other business and revenue streams. For example, consulting, um, speaking, you know, what your book title is about could bring you more money. And as I mentioned earlier on, when we think about the costs of publishing versus non-publishing, and the book making you future business, that's what needs to be happening during these marketing stages so it's good to have things like instagram youtube a podcast i use my instagram page a lot at author underscore robert Okay, so you can see within my handle that I'm actually using the title of author. Now, within that I've got stories about various writing that's going on. You can have a look, I've got images of just picture shots of uh, pages of chapters of my book. You know, if you're writing the book before you've published it, start to have the social media platforms ready. Now, this is me dipping into digital marketing, uh, which I tutor myself tell a story okay your audience love to see a developing story if you start to build up followers whilst you're writing the book talk about it take pictures of what you've been doing how you're writing the book you'll see even on my instagram i've got pictures of me just sat in the library with my laptop they love to see the book develop from an earlier stage if you're going down a self-publication route This is a great way for people to then feel like they've got ownership in the book. It really enhances things at your crowdfunding page. They're a part of your story before the book's even finished, which will then help them to drive pre-sales. So on your Instagram page, you'll have a link which then takes you to your Amazon sales page where they can pre-order it, pay it, and it's boosting up your revenue from an earlier stage. It's all down to your marketing youtube great you know you can put together very detailed edited yet three or cheaper to run YouTube videos where you're talking or explaining about different chapters. I mean with mine being a business book on leadership, I talk about leadership and organizational culture within set videos on my YouTube page, you know I post the links from my Facebook page. It's also important to understand that if it is a business or a professional book that you're writing, think about your LinkedIn page. Is it up to date? Are you a consultant and author now for example? And make sure Again, you've got links down to these pages, everything needs to be connected. Now it's good to have your own website, if you haven't already, of course you can link that to your sales page, keeping just general things like a blog updated, okay? You you can write a blog very easily if you've written a book, believe me. Um, So, you know, nowadays, every couple of weeks, I just put together a quick five-minute read of a blog, which might be linked to a title that I've spoken about in the book. Then within the blog, I put like a little backlink to my sales page. There's all very clever ways in linking. A lot of this is down to your search engine optimization, SEO marketing. Look, we don't have to be a technical person to understand that... It's about selling and promoting you, telling your story, why you're doing it. Make the journey personal. Show your potential readers how you're writing the book, how it's coming on, it's generating pre-sales, these are all things to think about. You'll also need to think about things that like on your website, having a speaker's kit, almost like a PDF document which someone could download, which talks about what subjects you're willing to speak about in front of a commercial audience, um, based on subjects within your book. Again, I know I'm going down the whole business book field, so if it is something like a novel, my apologies in that. But you get the idea, you know, even as a novelist, you know, you can do readings from your books at libraries, bookstores, various things. So you can take the ideas which I'm speaking about within this podcast and really put them into your own. So really start to think about the marketing plan. I know with myself how to build a business in your community. Obviously, the publisher Motivational Press did do a lot of the marketing for me, but I ran a strong Instagram campaign, LinkedIn uh, Twitter and Facebook and built my built it up to my own book launch, okay, a small event, but what I'm getting from that is images and content which I can keep reusing, and that's the thing when you think about running a, a small business or, or a book to publish, okay, content can be reused, okay, the time span on social media goes so quickly, so bear that in mind when you're putting this whole plan together. So, throughout this podcast, I've given you a really strong idea on how to brainstorm the idea to see if the title works and the content is good, it will help with the sales process. I've spoken to you about making a blueprint and keeping it up to date. In theory, what you're doing is making a business plan for your book. We've looked at ideas and the pros and cons of self-publishing versus publishing and I've spoken to you about setting targets and the marketing. So this is just a brief insight into how to write and plan the sales of your book. Now you can find out more about myself, as I mentioned on Instagram, at un, uh, author underscore Robert. My book also, How to Build a Community in Your Business to Increase Innovation and Productivity is currently on sale at Amazon. You'll find all the details on the links under this podcast. You can also find me on Twitter, at Bobby Mitten, and at my website robertmitten.com That's M-I-T-T-O-N So until next time, happy writing and get planning your book.